Assalamu alaikum everyone. I hope you're all well, inshallah. Welcome back to another podcast. My name is Farah and today's topic is going to be about self-criticism and how when you increase your love for Allah and you learn to love yourself and the and the commandments he's given us that he has required of us you will notice you begin to criticize yourself less you begin to compare yourself less you have less of these struggles of of the world where you really really want to fit in because sadly in today's society we live it's a world fueled by fashion and fashion being the need to show off to flaunt your curves to flaunt your body to flaunt yourself outwardly to flaunt what Allah has given you especially as women we live in an era where in the west where a woman's worth is determined by her looks determined by the way she shows herself off it's the age of being naked and showing yourselves to whoever is around be it your inside your outside your at an event you're at a conference you're at a party wherever you are and to as many people as basically the more see it the better right sadly more so now than ever it's a society that places so much importance on what fashion influences wear and do rather than what people of intellect or our predecessors in islamic history did instead of what the prophets wives wore what they did Instead of what he did, what his character was, we end up following, say, I don't even know any examples, but the influences on YouTube, on social media, we follow what they do, what they recommend, what they wear, where they go. We take selfies everywhere. We go out just for the sake of taking pictures to post on Instagram to show everyone, oh, look, I went there, I did this, I ate this, I wore this. For what? Just to show off. Wherever we turn, we see one person's abs, someone else's curves, someone else's toned-up muscles. People show themselves off like statues in museums, with such little left unseen. It's a sad state of affairs, and it's boosted by social media, by the rapid growth of social media and how popular it's become, especially amongst the youth and adults these days. I remember just when I was growing up, I wasn't the ge- my generation, we didn't take pictures and post it everywhere. But these kids now, they grow up, they take pictures of everything to post it online, to get comments, likes, follows, to get people to feel to basically make themselves more fulfilled in their life but that's what they grow up with now so you can't blame them you have to blame the the environment they're around that's the environment we're in social media just boosts so much immodesty so much ego people's egos are boosted because they use it to just show off, to show their perfect life, quote-unquote. Show all they have, show what they're proud of, especially their physical attributes. Why? For what? 
or a few likes, maybe a handful of comments, maybe a few follows. It's just a sad world. Just to boost your ego, just to show others what you have, just to show others that you have better than them, then what? Then nothing. The truth is that this is just temporary happiness. When you take a picture, when you take a video, when you post it, just to show that you bought this, you have this, you wore this, you ate this, and then your ego just goes up and up and up. But we don't want that. We don't want ego. We don't want a heightened ego. We don't want to feel like we're better than other people. Everyone has something they're better at than someone else. It doesn't make you an overall better person. Now, there's a hadith in Jami al-Dhamadi, book 27, hadith 104, that goes, Abdullah narrated that the Messenger of Allah said, Whoever has a mustard seed's weight of pride, arrogance, in his heart shall not be admitted into paradise, and whoever has a mustard seed's weight of faith in his heart shall not be admitted into the fire. This arrogance and this pride I started to have from social media and started to carry the weight of is something that is one of the reasons that I stopped showing my face on social media. It's one of the reasons that I began to value myself solely on my looks and hate myself when my pictures came out bad, when my skin didn't look as good as it did the day before, when my eczema flared up because I didn't see anyone with imperfect skin on social media. But one thing we can't do is say that we're ugly, which I did start to do, because we are a product of the best creator. So how can he make something ugly? It doesn't make sense. Now, the main reason why I started this podcast, this episode in particular, is because I wanted to talk about how Islam solves the issue of self-comparison and self-criticism. It teaches us that Allah is the best creator, as stated in the end of Surah Al-Mu'minun, Al-Mu'minun 23.14. So blessed is Allah, the best of creators. If he is the best of creators, which he is, then surely we all are beautiful creatures, sorry, creations of his, all made for a reason which isn't just physical, but for a purpose too. We need to find our purpose, not just focus solely on our physical attributes. Now, if we follow the dress code sent by Allah regarding the way we should dress as believing women, we are told and tell the believing woman to reduce some of their vision and guard their private parts, and not to expose their adornment except that which is necessarily appears thereof, and to wrap a part of the head covers over their chests, and not to expose their adornments. Surah An Nur 24:31. Most scholars agree that a woman's aura are up to the wrists, up to the ankles, including the hair, as well as the description of where to cover. It has also been said that the clothing worn must be loose and not figure-hugging, 
so as to reveal the complete shape of your body. So putting all of this into account, then if we dressed with loose, modest clothing that fully covered our bodies, instead of trying to show off every single inch we have just for the sake of fitting into today's standards of beauties and today's standards in society, we wouldn't be able to compare ourselves with other people in society. We wouldn't be able to see what their body looked like to compare. And even if we did, we ourselves wouldn't compare because we would be dressed solely for the sake of Allah and not for the sake of fitting into society or fitting into the beauty standards or anything man-made. We wouldn't care less about what anyone but Allah thought about how we looked and although that would be the ideal situation. Sadly, we are humans who feel the need to please people and to fit into any society or environment we live in. But we need to remind ourselves that this world is temporary and that everything we do should be for the sake of Allah and should be for the sake of gaining entry into Jannah. Because truly, this world is a test and a temporary place. Because when we die, our bodies, everything we look like, will just be buried. And what will go? What will resurrect on the Day of Judgment? Our souls. We will carry the deeds we have, the good, the bad we did, what we said, what we, our worship, that sort of stuff. What will our body do, our curves, our muscles? It will just be buried. It will be gone. It won't mean anything. So what's the point? Why base yourself on something so temporary? Us Muslims need to fight our ego, our nafs, because that is something that will head us down the path of wrong instead of that of righteousness. We need to do what's right instead of doing what's wrong. We need to dress how is right instead of dressing how's wrong. We need to do everything we can because who knows, you might not wake up tomorrow. You might not be awake or alive the next minute, let alone tomorrow, let alone next week. That's all for today's podcast. I went on a rant, <laughs> but inshallah you tune in for my next podcast. And until then, you can follow my Instagram with the same name. If you're looking for more beneficial reminders, I try to post quite a few, inshallah. Until next time, salam. <laughs>